Chapter Twenty Nine of Gunman's Reckoning by Max Brand. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. It is your phlegmatic person who can waken easily in the morning, but an active mind readjusts itself slowly to the day. So Nellie Lebron roused herself with an effort and scowled toward the door at which the hand was still rapping. Yes, she called drowsily. This is Nick. May I come in? This is who? The name had brought her instantly into complete wakefulness. She was out of bed, had slipped her feet into her slippers, and whipped the dressing gown around her while she was asking the question. It was a luxurious boudoir which she had managed to equip. Skins of the lynx, cunningly matched, had been sewn together to make her a rug, and the soft fur of the wildcat was the outer covering of her bed. She threw back the tumbled bedclothes, tossed a half a dozen pillows into place, transforming it into a day couch, and ran to the mirror. And in the meantime, the deep voice outside the door was saying, Yes, Nick, may I come in? She gave a little ecstatic cry, but while it was still tingling on her lips, she was winding her hair into shape with lightning speed. Had dipped the tips of her fingers in cold water, and rubbed her eyes awake and brilliant, and with one circular rub had brought the color into her cheeks. Scarcely ten seconds from the time when she first answered the knock, Nellie was opening the door and peeping out into the hall. The rest was done by the man without. He cast the door open with the pressure of his foot, caught the girl in his arms, and kissed her, and while he closed the door, the girl slipped back and stood with one hand pressed against her face, and her face held that delightful expression halfway between laughter and embarrassment. As for Lord Nick, he did not even smile. He was not, in fact, a man who was prone to gentle expressions, but having been framed by nature for a strong dominance over all around him, his habitual expression was a proud self-containment. It would have been insolence in another man. In Lord Nick, it was rather leonine. He was as fully tall as Jack Landis, but he carried his height easily, and was so perfectly proportioned that unless he was seen beside another man, he did not look large. The breadth of his shoulders was concealed by the depth of his chest, and the girth of his throat was made to appear quite normal by the lordly size of the head it supported. To crown and set off his magnificent body, there was a handsome face, and he had the combination of active eyes and red hair, which was noticeable in Donnegan, too. In fact, there was a certain resemblance between the two men, in the set of the jaw, for instance, in the gleam of the eye, and above all, in an indescribable ardor of spirit, which exuded from them both. Except, of course, that in Donnegan, one was conscious of all spirit and very little body, but in Lord Nick, hand and eye were terribly mated. Looking upon so splendid a figure, it was no wonder that the mountain desert had forgiven the crimes of Lord Nick because of the careless insolence with which he treated the law. It requires an exceptional man to make a legal life attractive and respected. It takes a genius to make law-breaking glorious. No wonder that Nellie Lebron stood with her hand against her cheek, looking him over, 
smiling happily at him and questioning him about his immediate past, all in the same glance. He waved her back to the couch, and she hesitated. Then, as though she remembered that she now had to do with Lord Nick in person, she obediently curled up on the lounge and waited expectantly. "'I hear you've been raising the devil,' said this singularly frank admirer. The girl merely looked at him. "'Well,' he insisted. "'I haven't done a thing,' protested Nellie, rather childishly. No. One felt that he could have crushed her with evidence to the contrary, but that he was restraining himself. It was not worthwhile to bother with such a girl seriously. Things have fallen into a tangle since I left. Old Satan Macon is on the spot, and your rat of a father has let Landis get away. What have you been doing, Nellie, while all this was going on? Sitting with your eyes closed? He took a chair and lounged back in it gracefully. How could I help it? I'm not a watchdog. He was silent for a time. Well, he said, if you told me the truth, I suppose I shouldn't love you, my girl. But this time I'm in earnest. Landis is a mint. Silly child, if we let him go, we lose the mint. I suppose you'll get him back. First, I want to find out how he got away. I know how. Ah. Donnegan. Donnegan, 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 burst out Lord Nick, and though he did not raise the pitch of his voice, he allowed its volume to swell softly so that it filled the room like the humming of a great angry tiger. Nobody says three words without putting in the name of Donnegan as one of them. You too? She shrugged her shoulders. Donnegan thrills the corner, went on the big man in the same terrible voice. Donnegan wears queer clothes. Donnegan shoots scar-faced Lewis. Donnegan pumps the nerve out of poor Jack Landis and then drills him. Why, Nellie, it looks as though I'll have to kill this intruding fool. She blanched at this, but did not appear to notice. It's a long time since you've killed a man, isn't it? She asked coldly. It's an awful business, declared Lord Nick. Always complications have to throw the blame on the other fella, and even these blockheads are beginning to get tired of my self-defense, please. Well, murmured the girl, don't cross that bridge until you come to it, and you'll never come to it. Never, because I don't want him killed. Ah, Lord Nick murmured, and why? Because he's in love with me. Tush, said Lord Nick. I see you, my dear. Donnegan seems to be a rare fellow, but he couldn't have gotten Landis out of this house without help. Ricks and the peddler may have been a bit sleepy, but Donnegan had to find out when they fell asleep. He had a confederate. Who? Not Ricks. Not the peddler. Not Lebron. They all know me. It had to be someone who doesn't fear me. Who? Only one person in the world. Nellie, you're the one. She hesitated a breathless instant. Yes, she said, I am. She added, as he stared calmly at her, considering, "'There's a girl in the case. She came up here to get Landis, seems as he was in love with her once. I pitied her. I sent him back to her. Suppose he's a mint. Haven't we coined enough money out of him? Besides, I couldn't have kept on with it.' "'No?' He was getting violent, and he talked marriage all day, every day. "'I haven't any nerves, you say?' 
but he began to put me on edge, so I got rid of him. Nellie, are you growing a conscience? She flushed and then set her teeth. But I'll have to teach you business methods, my dear. I have to bring him back. You'll have to go through Donnegan to do it. I suppose so. You don't understand, Nick. He's different. Eh? He's like you. What are you driving at? Nick, I tell you, upon my word of honor, no matter what a terrible fighter you may be, Donnegan will give you trouble. He has your hair and your eyes, and he moves like a cat. I've never seen such a man, except you. I'd rather see you fight the plague than fight Donnegan. For the first time, Lord Nick showed real emotion. He leaned a little forward. Just what does he mean to you, he asked. I've stood for a good deal, Nellie. I've given you absolute freedom. But if I ever suspect you... The lion was up in him unmistakably now, and the girl shrank. If it were serious, do you suppose I'd talk like this? I don't know. You're a clever little devil, Nell, but I'm clever too, and I begin to see through you. Do you still want to save Donnegan? For your own sake. He stood up. I'm going up the hill today. If Donnegan's there, I'll go through him. But I'm going to have Landis back. She also rose. There's only one way out, and I'll take that way. I'll get Donnegan to leave the house. I don't care what you do about that. And if he isn't there, will you give me your word that you won't hunt him out afterward? I never make promises, Nell. But I'll trust you, Nick. Very well. I'll start up the hill in an hour. You have that long. End of chapter 29